We'll enter at number six. Crushes him like a grape. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I think it's safe to say we've finally recovered from our sheer exhaustion from the weekend, four days later. Yes. Um, staying up late Sunday night to talk to Patrick was amazing. Amazeballs! But god damn did I regret it the next day. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough I got to sleep in the car on the way home. Yeah. Uh, I was tired as shit on Monday. Though, I will say, in my defense, I did offer to drive. Yep, I know. And I did tell you, if you were going to drive, that I was going to try to sleep, because I had to be at work. I was aware. Super early. The no, I knew what I was doing, I just... I'm just saying, so that our listeners know, I'm not a complete bitch. Yeah, no. No. You had to be at work earlier than me, one. I did. And two, right now, your job is way harder than mine. Because it's the end of the year. Also accurate. So we're not doing a lot. You don't have a choice of not doing a lot at your job. Yeah, no. Um, so, anyway. But yeah, so starting off with thank you, Patrick, for sitting down with us. Thank you, Brian, for sitting down with us at the end. Uh, that rainstorm sounded amazing during the interview, by the way. Sweet. Um, sorry about all the squeaks and slams and whatever, but I don't... I don't know how to record at a wrestling show and not have that. So if someone wants to teach me the sound engineer to take that stuff out, um, I'm more than willing to hear it. However, people seem to enjoy it anyway, so, yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> Doug kisses so much butt. Yep. Uh, not our usual MO on this show. <laughs> no. But... Uh, so we've had an interesting week. Uh, today's been pretty fan-fucking-tastic. You're very excited about today. I'm super jacked. So. Super jacked. Do you want to start with your news? I mean, I think yours is more Entertaining for the show? Yes. Okay, so we're starting with mine? Yes. Alright, so, I am part Russian, and if you don't know this about Russians... Those are some hairy motherfuckers. Those are some hairy motherfuckers. No hairs on their head. Rest of their body, fucking polar bears. Bears. Um, necessary in Russia. In Russia, bears is you. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, that means I'm a hairy motherfucker. And if this is TMI and there are underage persons listening... What the fuck are you doing on our podcast? We have explicit <laughs> tags. Um, so I apologize in advance for this. No apologies! But, so, Kat has been trying to convince me for at least a year and a half to go get myself waxed. Hells yeah! And I'm not talking about, like, my chest and my back, y'all. I'm talking about the junk. The nethers. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to wait till, you know, I didn't have work because having to deal with that while dealing with children... Like, being sore or whatever just seemed like a terrible decision. So, tonight I was finally like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. 
Cat uh, had found a new place in town that was relatively cheap as compared to other places. And we were like, yeah, okay, I'll try it. Um, not as bad as I thought it would be, actually. Yeah, it's surprising. You make it so much worse in your head. I remember the first time I went and got waxed. You make it this, like, horrific experience in your head, and then you go. And don't get me wrong, it's not comfortable. It's not, like, an enjoyable experience. But it's not bad, either. I only audibly, like, yelped yelped once. You you might have said, oh shit, no fuck, like, two or three times. But, I mean, that's pretty standard. It was a lot of... I imagine it's like taking a chop to the chest, in my experience, that it hurts like hell for a little bit. Yeah, and then it's... And then once you get over that initial, ow, that fucking hurt, you're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, uh, any men out here need some advice on grooming, not the worst thing I've ever done. But apparently, according to the waxer, uh, getting your chest done as a male... Super painful. Yeah, which I don't get because my chest is not. Yeah, you wouldn't crazy think, on but that. But she said that guys pretty much unanimously agree that getting your chest waxed is so much worse than getting your nethers huh. taken care of. Can we just call this episode nethers? Yes. <laughs> Waxing nethers. <laughs> like it's a phase of the moon. <laughs> like waning gibbous. It's a pagan ritual. <laughs> <laughs> That's after we hit stop. Um, I'm not sacrificing any goats with you. I wasn't sacrificing I'll do some kinky goat. stuff, but that goes too far. I would never harm a goat. Person? Yeah, maybe. Goat? Nah. Goats are cool. Alright, so... <laughs> That's my story. And, okay, so as we're doing this, they had switched the radio there to, like, 90s pop hits. So I knew every word to every song. A cat sitting there, like, holding my hand so I can get through this shit. Because, again, like, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it still sucked. It's still not comfortable. Not gonna, like, claim... You're still forcefully ripping hair <laughs> out of your body. Not gonna claim it was, like, the best thing I've ever done. Um, but No Scrubs came on, so I'm sitting there lip-syncing No Scrubs while this girl is putting wax on my junk and ripping it off. It was fun. For that moment. And then she ripped it off, and then it hurt like bejesus again. So... Anyway, this is why we are unsponsored. But you did a really good job. She complimented you. You were a champ. Yeah. You didn't even have, like, a glistening tear or anything. No. That never even entered my mind. It was just like, ow, and then I was good. Um, It was was different. Like a champ. Like (laughs) a champ. Like a champ. Speaking of championships. Championships! We have a new Picks Championship. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Usos and Natty. <laughs> I'm being flipped off right now because we don't have a video podcast, so I'll fill the listeners in. Um, I don't think our listeners want a video podcast. No. They just see a bunch of cat asshole. That's true. Because there's no way the producers would not get Would not just be like, Lens, oh, here you go. And just stay there. <laughs> that's where they would Literally, settle. Literally, all you would get is just... I don't know if anyone listening has cats, but they always settle in the worst possible spot. Like, if they've just gone and take the biggest shit in the world, that's when they're going to come put their asshole in your face. (laughs) It's like, God damn it. 
Well, what are you doing? It is a sign that they are comfortable if they show you their asshole. So, so yeah, I guess we should appreciate that. However, it's really, really hard to appreciate assholes. <laughs> it's, it's especially because Sammy, producer Sammy, likes to sleep on my chest and neck. Yep. And if he sleeps like sideways or with his face towards me, it's not that bad. Except he has major fish breath. Yes, he does. But if he sleeps with his asshole near me, I'm just like, don't fart. Don't let me get pink eye. Like, <laughs> don't, don't let something bad happen. Oh, man. I wonder if a cat has ever sharted. You have to ask that question? I'm sure. I mean, I'm assuming it's happened, but I just I'm now sure. had that thought. <laughs> um, yeah. No, there's no way that hasn't happened. But anyway, back to WWE. <laughs> You can see our feelings on the subject because we stopped talking about it and went to cat assholes. <laughs> I really think that should be the title. <laughs> cat assholes. So, um, we haven't watched Backlash yet. No cat way. probably won't. Um, just because there wasn't enough to hold her interest Basically. on that card. So, I will watch it and either live tweet or blog about it this weekend at some point. Could be tomorrow, could be Sunday, I don't know yet. Um, but I will give general consensus on it. I've heard it wasn't that bad, but um, yeah, so we'll see. NXT was really good uh, Saturday night. Yep. Um, some people were a little saddened by the death of a family because Tommaso said, We're family, and then proceeding proceeded to beat the everlasting fuck out of Johnny Gargano. 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 Everyone says it differently. He says it Gargano. Gargano. Yes. Um, pretty good heel turn. Well executed. Tommaso says Champa. Yeah. Champa. So anyway. Like Tampa. It was awesome. Um, one of the best heel turns since Owens turned on Sami Zayn. But I think this was better than that because... They were a tag team and Kevin and Sammy were just buddies. Kevin and Sammy were buddies from the Indies. Kevin's first night on the roster, he betrayed Sammy. Johnny and Tommaso have been tagging on NXT for at least a year, if not like a year and a half, two now. Because I remember talking to Tommaso at Too Close for Comfort about NXT. And and how it was, and he said it was awesome. God, that was awesome. So, yeah. Um, unfortunately, talk about a fight forever match. That match was a fight forever match. Henry versus Champa. Yes. Oh my god. And that's the lost PWX. No one's seen it. Oh. Where there's like, however many people were in the building that night. That's the only people in the world who have seen that match. Oh, so good. And it, that's so criminal. I wonder what happened. I don't know. I know that was the... Wasn't that their third match, though? Because the yeah. first one was Super Kick World. Yeah. And then they had another one at Too Close for Comfort, I think. And then... Oh, man. So good. So good. Yeah. Too Close for Comfort is where Brian thought I was going to get hurt. Because I said, oh, shit. Because uh, Tommaso was doing his run around the ring thing and to knee him. And it, we were like PWG on top of the ring level. Nice. So, but, uh, trying to think what else happened on NXT. Some stuff and things. It wasn't bad. I just don't remember much besides the heel turn. I oh, didn't watch it. Bait and Dunn put on a match of the year. 
candidate. And I can't believe you didn't. Are we doing those this year? Yes. Oh, son We gotta do them every year. I have to do so much work now. Yeah. Welcome to being part of the show. Fuck! You have to actually pay attention to things. Oh my god, I actually have to take notes. Yeah. Um, but I'm not mad they took the belt off Tyler Bate. But they gotta stop jumping these new titles around so much. Yeah. I think it really hurts when no one knows who the champion is. Like, what were we watching? We were watching 205 Live because Cedric came back. Yeah, he did! And I had to think about who was champion on see, on Cruiserweights. Like, oh yeah, it's still Neville. Neville. Um, well, while we're talking about Cedric, welcome back, Cedric. Yes. Super glad that he's back. Good little squash match there. His match looked really good. Yep. His hair looked awesome. Yeah, it did. He looked awesome. Yeah. And again, Cedric always looks awesome. That's true. But I'm super glad he's back. For for me, watching Cedric is like watching a a close friend excel at something. Because, I mean, I, I doubt that he feels like we're friends, but I feel like we're friends. Um... He would probably say y'all are friendly. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, you've played with his child. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's so sassy, and I love every part of it. Um, yeah, but I mean, I love all all of his family that I've met. Super great. Um, his significant other, super great. His child, super great. Um, so, it, I get really excited Yeah. for anything involving Cedric. Um, while we're on NXT and Cedric and local talent getting side... Kennedy Brink officially got signed. Aww. I mean, yay for her, but all for me. But I heard weird um, things today. They might have signed her as a ref. She might be doing refing. Ew. Well, I wonder if that's just like the initial storyline and then she comes out as a wrestler or whatever. But If she's not doing in-ring work, they are... NXT rumors are always kind of weird. Like, there was this rumor that they tested out Kalisto as Tyler Breeze's sidekick. They took his mask off because nobody would know it was him and made him a gay hairdresser. Fabulous. And that came out and, like, people reported it as fact. And it never happened. So. How great would that have been, though? Yeah. Um, But, yeah. It's good to see Cedric back. And selfishly, hate to lose Kennedy, but congratulations. You deserve it. It's got to be hard right now to run an indie show. I miss Cedric. Yeah. I mean, we like, all my do. My life has been in a definite, like, downswing. Since, since he left? Since he left. And I'm not going to say... It's his fault. ...that it would have been better if he were here, but it would have been better if he were here. Because <laughs> if you've never gotten a Cedric hug, they're the fucking best. They're sweaty. Yeah, they're very really, sweaty. They're very moist and wet hugs. After the show, yes. But they're hella good. Yes. And he's got this super infectious laugh. Oh, God, he's great. Yeah. I could write all the love letters to Cedric. And not even like a romantic love letter, just in like the I love you as a human kind of way. Fair enough. All the love letters. <laughs> I could write all the love letters for Ariel. She's great, too. Ah, oh, I just love that family. I know you do. Uh, yeah, we miss them. They need to come around more. Super miss them. Super love them. Uh, Super excited for them to get me. Shit, while we're on indie stuff and people we know, friend of the show, Jason Cade. Right! Right! 
It is about to debut in PWG. Uh, fucking You Deserve It chant. This is awesome chant. Uh, Told you so. That kind of deal. We actually found out... The same time he did. The same time he did. And it was so exciting. I'm so glad. It was one of those moments on social media, which don't happen for me often, because in all honesty, I'm not on social media And you don't check Twitter ever. Yeah, I'm not like constantly on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Um, I use them for what I need, but... I'm not in the know for a lot of stuff, but I actually saw from John Cruz congratulating him, and it was within a few minutes of when it initially had been posted, and I was freaking out, and I don't remember. Were you here? Yeah, I was here. Um, You're the one that told me, and then I went and looked on official PWG, and it was there, and I was like, holy shit. And I messaged Jason, and it was it was... Super exciting. It's going to be so good. It, it really wait. is. There's no way that match is not going to be all um, the stars. So, yeah. So proud of him. So he, awesome he to see 100% it. 100% deserves it. Like, yeah, I mean, he said it himself in the interview with us. If you're top tier, you work PWG. Indeed. He's been top tier for a bit. Yep. Um, I mean, if you can wrestle... And that Tin Man that I still haven't made you watch, that I need to make you watch, if you can hold your own in that crew, and that's one of the strongest indie matches I've ever seen, you deserve to be in PWG. Well, not only that, but standalone, he's phenomenal. Yes. He he does comedy, he does genuine, like, holy fucking shit, please don't die kind of stuff. He's just... A great guy all around, super nice. I've had numerous interactions with him, and yep. each is better than the last. Yep. Um, I don't think I've ever seen someone walk away from talking with him and not be smiling. I was gonna say you rarely see him not smiling. Yeah. Like ninety percent of the time, he's smiling, even when unless he's, he's selling super in a match. Exhausted. Yeah. And he's just as sweet as can be, as nice as can be, super genuine. Um, you know, the person you talk to is him. It's yeah. not... And the character is yeah, him, which it's, it's we him. like. Um, All of it is him, and so he he deserves absolutely everything yeah. that's about to come his way. And that, so that whole card, other than the presence of Michael Elgin, looks amazeballs. Which other people like Michael Elgin. Uh, and he's with Cage, so I can't be too mad, because I like Brian Cage. But... You just think he's a potato. And he's not your style. No, he's totally not my style. He's not my style. I've seen him do some good stuff. Um, uh, He was in a lot of the WrestleCon stuff, and it was pretty strong, but it just... It's not your style. He's too too slow burn for me. Yeah. Which goes over well in Japan, and goes over well with a lot of indie people, but I'm a... You gotta pull me in initially, and then if you want to slow burn it, you can to a big ending... But you gotta make me go, holy shit, what's gonna happen in the you, first you couple have to minutes. Have that initial hook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, so. Uh, talking about much worse wrestling this week. Oh, we did talk about my good news. Oh, yeah. We talked about what happened with you. True. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I'm going back to college. Woo! Yes, I went today and declared my major. 
Um, Yay! Super jacked, super stoked. This is something I've wanted to do for a while. Um, and it just, it finally was the right time. And, you know, everything's kind of in a situation now that this will work. Yeah, it's it's a good time to go because yeah. we don't have kids yet. The job They're, I have is very flexible yeah. to an extent. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited going back to school. Um, really, like, A, I'm super passionate about what I'm going to do. But B, I'm so proud of myself for actually doing this. Yeah. Because I wanted to go back for years, um, but it just it wasn't the right time, and it ended up being the best for me. And I'm just super excited to, yeah. to finally take this chapter of my life head on and and finish my degree. And well, it's not like an easy thing. Like I know it's not the same thing, but like when I got out of undergrad and came home, I had no idea what. The fuck to do with yeah. anything it's, and luckily i was still young enough to like move back in with my parents and they were cool about it and that kind of stuff but they haven't been cool about it i don't know what i would have done it is definitely difficult to this, to make the initial decision to go okay i'm gonna go back because yeah. i i have a job i'm established i've it's if i wanted it to be could be a career yep um but i'm choosing for me, for our family, um, our family as in Doug, myself, and one day possible children, not like our in-laws or anything. Um, but I mean, this was the decision I made for myself, and you've been super supportive of. And it was weird because I called my mom, and she was super excited. We have a couple of friends who know who have been super excited. Yeah. But then my mom was telling her coworkers, she's like, she's going to, she's going to college. And some of them, like, just didn't know how to process it. And most, like, the people who know me there were super excited for me. They know kind of what I've been going through the last couple of years, and so they're really proud of me. But then others were like, she's she's 25. Like, it's nothing to celebrate. And it's such an odd feeling. Because well, we have this stupid societal view of college now. Oh, yeah. Where you can only do it from 18 to 22, and if you don't do it in four years, you're a goddamn failure. Yeah. And, like, um, Luke's brother makes more money than I will ever see in my life. Yep. But it took him a little bit longer than most to finish college. Nothing wrong with that shit. Nope. And to be a doctor or be a lawyer, you gotta go to college till you're, like, fucking 30. Yep. So, we we need to change that whole college is for 18 to 22 well, Idea. I was not ready to make full-term life choices. No one is. Age. Like, no one is. That's why you change your major nine times. Yeah, I, that I I needed to be the person I am now to finish, and so it's going to be really interesting to be the age I am, watching these fresh-faced college kids and yeah. interacting with who I'm going to interact because. I'm going back as, um, it's called a non-traditional student, typically, if you go back after you're older. Um, but it's not like I look like I'm 40 or anything. No. So, to a certain extent, it will it will be kind of seamless, and I won't be dealing with freshmen. All of my classes are like 300 level and higher. Yeah. So, I'm considered an upperclassman, but it, uh, it'll be an interesting... You're, you're going to feel old, 
because I did the same thing at the same school. (laughs) It's super weird. And I was about a year younger than you when I started. Yeah, it's it's a really odd dynamic. But so the next two years, especially, um, the podcast is going to be different. It will we'll still record every week, but it it will be more You're probably not gonna have a lot of time for wrestling. Yeah, it's it's gonna be more more reliant on Doug and I mean it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well other than the brief stint at Derek's house Darn. the podcast has been reliant on me a good bit, so it's well, nothing new. Yeah, but so I'm super excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's going to... The podcast may turn into me telling Kat what happened. So. Which, it, you know, I... It kind of is it sometimes now. It kind of is anyway. Um, so, that'll be super fun. Yep. Uh, if you want to know, I will give you information about what I'm going into. Otherwise, I'm not going to bore everyone with, yeah. with all the stuff. But You know where to find us. Yeah. But that was super exciting news. Yeah, that, and that's why this week, it's kind of nice to come record and not just be in, like, a shit mood. Because we did so many episodes for a long time, yeah. and not just you and me, but, like, the past two years of my life have been have been shit other than my dealing with you. Yeah, it's been a very, it's been a very rocky couple of years. Yeah. Just, like, situationally, um, the last... Seven months for me have probably been like the hardest yes. of my life between losing my grandmother and my dad. And, you know, we, we've we gone through job losses. We've gone through family deaths. Like, yeah. it's not been the easiest couple of years. Yeah. But so, it is, this is a very nice change of pace yeah. for us. Things You're working out. You're finally going to a, better, a situation. better situation. And, yeah. So, yeah. it's very exciting time. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, though, while we're talking about jobs and better situations and all that, summertime is about to hit. Moving on up. Which means Kat still has work. Yes. But I don't. Yes. So I'm going to put this out there on the show for anybody listening. We already sucked Patrick's cock pretty significantly at the beginning. Wow. Um. I am so sorry, Patrick, if that made you uncomfortable. That made me a little uncomfortable. So, here's the deal. We want to interview anyone and everyone in the business. And I know we've said this before, but I'm putting it out there again. Photographers, video. If you work at High Spots doing some job we never would have thought had to do with wrestling, we want to talk to you. If you set up the ring, if you take down the ring, if you're the ring girl... If you are on commentary, if you just ring the bell, if you make the bell. Actually, you know who I'd love to talk to? A belt maker? John Moses. Yeah. Because not only is he a photographer. He builds rings, he too. He builds rings. Yes. Yeah. That's fascinating as shit. And now he makes logos. What? He does everything. Yeah, he does a lot. But yeah, so, it's it's not just talent we want to talk to. We want to talk to... I mean, to we'll talk to talent, too. Like, always. Seriously. Anybody... That wants to... We gotta figure out a better call-in method. I gotta do some research this summer. But, um... Doug goes to Google. Yeah, so if I need to travel a little bit to get these interviews, because I know everybody's busy, uh, I have time this summer, so just let me know. And I will get there, and we'll talk. And it'll be awesome. So, 
Just make sure to feed him chicken. I eat like a toddler, but they don't have to feed me. I'll just bring my own food. Well, I mean, good. if it's going to be an extended... If it's gonna, if they're taking you away, they have to feed you chicken. <laughs> uh, what were we watching? Is Kimmy Schmidt? Was it? We were watching something where they were like, "I told somebody to buy me dinner first, and then they did one time, and it was really awkward." Oh my god! What it was, was Kimmy that? Schmidt, wasn't it? I think it was the old guy on Kimmy Schmidt that owns a grocery store, and he was like, "I told the TSA agent last time I was there that." They'd have to buy me dinner first. Yeah. And they did one time, and it was super awkward. Yeah. Um, that show is goddamn amazing. Phenomenal. Speaking of, because of Kimmy Schmidt, what did you learn about this week, Doug? Lemonading. <laughs> I was going to get to that later. No, we're there. You brought up Kimmy Schmidt. We <sighs> have to do it. Damn it. Okay, so I didn't know what lemonading was. Uh, Doug lives under a rock. Apparently, Beyonce went fucking balls to the wall with swearing and... Getting back at Jay-Z videos? Uh, it's not so much getting back at Jay-Z. She just basically... She put her diary out there, essentially, of of everything that they've been going through. And it's not like I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I don't, I'm not at all. I don't listen to her music. I used to listen to Destiny's Child, but I'm not one of those like, oh my god, Queen Bee girls, but I knew what Lemonading was. Yeah, so basically, Titus on Kimmy... Is gonna go eliminating, and I'm totally lost. And Cat pauses the show and is like, "Do you know what that is?" I'm like, "No." I can just like hear the wheels turning in Doug's head, going, "What the fuck is this?" Well, uh, what I figured, and I wasn't going with the Beyonce thing. I was just going with the what Beyonce meant was, "All right, life is shit right now, so she's gonna make her own lemonade." That's what I figured <laughs> no. Titus was doing. Um, but that show. One keeps getting better, which I don't know. So fucking good. I, we're only halfway through season three, but it was super exciting. We were watching this, and there was a line that <laughs> that conversations with the beard. Yes, had actually. This is the singing laundromat. Yes. Yeah. That he had referenced on his, and at first I didn't know what it was, and then when we were watching it, I was like, oh my god, this totally makes sense! Yeah. So that was super exciting. Yeah, the, if you enjoy, um, 30 Rock kind of shows, with that... If you enjoy life, watch <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, yeah. But, if you like Tina Fey, she's the mind behind she's it all. brilliant. The cast is fucking on point. John Hamm as the Reverend, like, because everyone loves him so much, him just being a douche nozzle is amazing. Just, just um, get some Kimmy in your life. Yeah. And it, it's just comedic talent across the board. Everyone on it is funny. And we were talking about it last night. We're like, the characters are actually, like, interesting, yeah. too. Like... They grow and have differences, which doesn't always happen on a comedy show. Yeah, you don't always like, get a good character. Jim on The Office is the same guy day one as he is at the end when he leaves, but that's just because he married Pam in between. Like, that's the only difference. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Alright, so now that we went on a Kimmy Schmidt tangent. But you didn't you didn't get to... Eliminating? The, the one point I really want you to get to... What was but the, that's PWX related. But it's so important. We'll get there. Oh, Asterix, we're coming back to you. We're coming back to Kimmy Schmidt. Cat's right. not happy. <laughs> uh, 
Raw sucked other than Finn Balor and Paul Heyman. Oh my god, that was just brilliant on all levels. I know, people are probably going to be like, dude, how can you say Raw sucks? Guys, I've fallen asleep on Raw every day, every time for the past month. And I'm going to Raw next week, and I'm really worried about falling asleep there. I'm super concerned. I have work that day. Yeah. And I'm... I'm gonna have to talk to my bosses and see what time I'm getting off because it might, it might. Change we might need my, a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> might change whether I'm going or not. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was raw. Yeah. I don't. I don't even remember anything else that happened on raw. Um. Random raw note: Bailey and Sasha are getting pop figures soon, nice. and they're fucking amazing. Nice. Sasha's in her Nemo orange and silver gear, and okay. Bailey. Bailey's in the lime green. Oh, I know you're excited about that. Yeah, that's like, I have to find where it is day one and buy it. And you're going to get Enzo and Cass. Yeah, I am. And and I've already called dibs on both fins. Yeah. Well, those are already out. These other ones aren't. I know. I'm just saying. I already called dibs on both You're making it public, so I can't argue, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I am. Alright, SmackDown, um, they announced the Money in the Bank participants. Yep. AJ, Kevin, after he bitched. Sammy, Ziggler, Nakamura, who am I forgetting? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. That's why I forgot, because I give no fucks. Um, I actually think this is going to be a really fun match, and Kat walked off. So I'm still here, I'm just, just keep going. But the people can't hear you. It's okay, they know I'm there. Uh, okay. You so. were talking, you were in the middle of talking. I think it's going to be a fun match, but I'm worried... It's just going to be Baron Corbin because that's how WWE likes to do Money in the Bank. They gave everyone what they wanted last year with Dean Ambrose getting it and cashing it in on the same night. So there's no way they give us Nakamura or Zayn getting that thing. Nakamura's promo Where he, in the ring was the best fucking use of him. He's so Nakamura good. in eight words... Cuts a better promo than Baron Corbin has in four years. I mean, it's... He's just so brilliant. Well, there's... They keep calling him the artist and the rock star, and that kind of sucks. But I understand what they're going for. He is kind of a rock star, though. Because he just... Even if you don't particularly like his wrestling, which I'm not a huge fan of his in-ring stuff, you just can't help but be pulled into him. It's a charisma thing. That whole thing where Vince thinks Tyler Breeze will never amount to anything because he doesn't have that it factor. Nakamura has it literally just following him in all of his movements. Jericho is fawning all over your words right now. Well, fuck Jericho. Just for days. Um, Unfortunately, I fell asleep on SmackDown, but what we saw was a pretty decent show. Doug's an old man at this point and just refuses to accept that about his life. Yeah, and then I don't have time to actually go back and finish the show. So he's like, yeah, I'll watch it later. Mm, no, you won't. Well, not this week. I will over summer, because I won't have anything else to do. Um, uh, and I can turn it on while I'm doing stuff in the okay. house. Because WWE, the reason I don't watch indie stuff that way is because I actually want to pay attention. Yeah, WWE you stuff, you can turn on in the background, and it's fine. Crinkle, crinkle. Um... Other big news about Money in the Bank, and this is completely unofficial. However, lots of places are reporting a women's Money in the Bank is finally fucking happening. Let's hope so. It's about goddamn time. 
Well, how many women are on SmackDown right now? At a least lot. six, and that's not all of them, right? A lot. So, did they all move to fucking Raw? It doesn't matter. They've got a large selection of women. What would be cool on the Money in the Bank for the women, if it applied to either show? That would be cool. I think that would... Like, I understand the traditional one is only going to apply to SmackDown, but add that extra layer for us. Uh, I wonder if that showed up on the mic. I'm sure it did. Um, you know what? Uh, are we just going to move on? Okay. I wouldn't be super upset if they opened the case and it was just filled with diamonds. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. Um, I hope, personally, Sami Zayn gets the men's one. The women's one, everyone is saying it's going to go to Charlotte. Becky, 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 Okay. I get it. Becky! I would love Becky with it because she would make so many puns. Think about the, oh my god. It would the be puns would never so end. Oh god. It would be suitcases, briefcases, money, bank puns, literally from now until she cashed in. However, I think the smart play here is Carmella. Carmella has her own fucking liaison black boy. She doesn't need anything else. Which is why what it's going to do is corrupt her. And she's going to lose Ellsworth and then have to... All she's going to have is that. Then she cashes in and loses. That's what I would I do. I think that's a terrible decision. That's I, what I I'm would do. I'm bored by your booking. Yeah, I know. Because then where the fuck would you put Ellsworth? Fucking don't use him. He's useless now. He's kind of adorable as a lapdog, though. Uh, I, I don't like what they've done with Ellsworth. I didn't want him in the main event. But just sticking him with the women like he's Alicia Fox. <laughs> he is the Alicia Fox. Of the SmackDown women, yes. <laughs> the only thing that's missing is Becky going, Ellsworth. No, it would have to be Carmella. No. Yes, because it's... Dar did it before he was dating her. It still has to... Dar's still doing it, though. Yeah, I know. God, I hate him so much. I do not like him whatsoever. I don't understand what they're doing with him. I hate that he zips up his jacket after he walks out. Yeah. And I hate his hair right now. Yeah. He he looks like a bad cosplay from Minions. I don't see that, but okay. I tweeted it the other day and you liked it. No, I didn't. Uh, That was not me. Maybe that was another tweet you were talking about. It was not me. (laughs) Okay. But anyway. Um... Other women's news. The women's tourney got a name this week. The May Young Classic. Appropriate. We get it. Um, I know some people are like, oh, revisionist history. Yeah, okay, guys, it's WWE. Calm the fuck down. That's all they do. They claim the four horsemen now. Shut the fuck up and let it go. Um, Alright, so. WWE stuff. Done. Done. Let's get to the controversial topic of the week at least according to some people not to us pwx what lies beneath was on sunday and i'm just gonna say this um some people are whiny fucking bitches and you know what we're probably gonna alienate some people but 
Guys, calm the fuck down. It's wrestling. I get it. I I very much understand both sides of this. Yeah. Some people are pissed about the ending. I get that. Is that how I personally wanted to see it go? No. Obviously Am I upset not. with it? No. It was a great fucking match. It builds for an even better story. I would rather them do this than have a one-off with these two guys. Yep. That's the first section. The second section, it's a business at the end of the day. It is a business agreement that these wrestlers and whatever promotion they're working go into. And you have to look at it from a business standpoint. So if someone dissolves the relationship for whatever reason, you have to respect that and let it go. A, if you're in the outside and you don't know all the facts, and B... Even if you do know the facts, you have to respect that it is a business at the end of the day. And and getting your panties in a bunch and in suit, like, stirring up all this shit on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everything. And, you know, basically people who do this just want to watch the world burn. I get it. You're stuck in this high school mindset that, you know, drama is super fucking fun. You're a grown-ass adult. Put on your big boy and big girl panties and get the fuck over it. All right. It. Given that, I agree with you. But I am going to say, if a talent dissolves from the company you've been attending you can and you would like to follow them, go for fine. it. That's fine. I got no beef with that. I no. understand. If they are your favorite talent, follow them. I follow Sami Zayn. Whatever show he's on is going to be my favorite WWE show. Period. I get it. Now... I think there's a quality level that isn't matched, but if you want to follow your talent, follow your talent. And we're probably pissing people off, but fuck it. Guys, calm the fuck down in the Facebook group. Yeah. Straight up. Like, that shit got out of hand. Um, And Patrick put everybody in their goddamn place, which I loved. But you didn't see us commenting on it because there was no reason to be that fucking upset. No. Um, if you want to stop going to a show, that's your prerogative. No one's going to sit there and force you to go. Um, I very much am of the belief as someone who has worked in many, many a business where people go, well, fine, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Someone else will take that seat. And it is a, it's a business. It's a job. It is a professional setting. Yeah, it's, I mean. You have to accept that. Let's let's talk about the amount of money spent on these shows. Like not just paying the talent, but between tickets and merch and, and DVDs and... and meet and greets and a shit ton of money is involved here. Yeah. Um so if somebody you know needs to go, I get it. You got to go where the money is going to make sense for you. Whether you're a fan or a wrestler, you know, I may not I may not attend the other shows, but I can't fault you for going. Um, you have it, every This right. was way too much of a fucking mess for this show. You this have, show did not deserve this amount of Not at heat. all. It was a very solid show. Um, if so, you want to go to another show, go to another show. You want to follow that talent, follow that talent. You don't like the ending, that's fine. You're allowed to voice your opinion. But this was... 
Had it been at a physical place when all this shit started, it would have turned into a goddamn riot. Yeah. For no fucking reason. Yeah, it was, it was a little too much. Things things got weird, and we'll talk about that. We're, actually, we already kind of talked about it with Patrick. At the end of the show, a guy went fucking nuts. Yes. And But the thing is, when it went professional, it calmed down. And I'm not saying the guy had any right to do what he was doing, because he didn't. He no. threw a Gatorade bottle in the ring. Get the fuck out of PWX. Yeah, like, you don't throw shit. You don't throw That's shit the at the wrestlers. Um... The guy's lucky he didn't get his ass beat into submission. By by fans, everyone mostly. There. Well, and Drake and Ethan and a lot of but people. But that's the thing. None of those guys ever would cross that line. Because they are... Sorry if that showed up. Um, are very professional yeah. guys. They understand that this is a job. And, you know... That's why Ethan... Can stand in the ring and say, get over it, we're friends. Yeah. This is a job. Yeah. There are storylines. Not everything you see is real. Well, and let's let's address this, what we think overall this show. PWX, for the last two and a half years I've been going, and year and a half, two years you've been going, have been putting on not just pay-per-view caliber, but like best of the best pay-per-views caliber every fucking month and there was no arguing it like every month you saw something where you were like holy fuck did i just see that or there was one match on the card you were calling your friends about or sending them a message on twitter and being like did you fucking see this booking okay so i get it the bar real fucking high but even still this was a good show for the first time PWX had to do a show to set up the future. Guys, what do you think NXT is? You can't have... There's nothing you, you wrong. You cannot sustain a 10 at all times. Yeah. Because then, what previously was a 10 now looks like an 8. Yeah. And I'm not, you know... I will admit we're biased towards PWX because we love it. But, at the same time... We completely understand. We're not look, immune to... Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not going to use this show to pull in a friend who says, oh, isn't wrestling fake? Yeah, no. Th- this is not the show I'm going to show them be like, this is why you need to see this shit. This was a very solid show. It was a very good show. It set up some really good stories. Yep. It was in no way, excuse me, a bad show. Right. It didn't have like a super kapow ending. Yeah. Well, and. But it's fucking wrestling. Very you little. You can tell a good story without starting it off. Yeah. Alright, so. We are wrapping up maybe a story to start the show Elijah versus Drake for the belt. And general manager Teddy Long. Does the exact right thing and immediately bans the syndicate from ringside. I got we got to do one of my favorite chants ever. Send a shit? No. But we did do that. Yeah. Um, when they threw toilet paper and we turned it to send a shit. Which was phenomenal. Yeah. We actually got comments on that several days later. Yep. Now my favorite chant to do is the na 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 hey 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 goodbye. Very rare opportunities for that in it is. shows. So yeah, we got to do that. 
good. Which was nice. That's only um, the second time I've gotten to do it live. Yeah. Good match. Now, Elijah kept yelling version 2.0 because he was acting like Drake. Um, still look like the same little bitch. Still so, can't... You know what? I'm going to let you finish your statement before I go on this tirade. <laughs> you do you first. Still a wannabe Triple H. He can only win with his little cronies or a sledgehammer. That's it. That's the only times he wins. I know, you're so fucking pissed. So James Drake, the person, not the wrestler, Yes. knows how deep my hatred of Elijah Evans is. Yes. I have contacted Drake on numerous occasions talking about how fucking pissed off I get because of Elijah Evans. Like, he, you can ask him straight up and he'll tell you, he is like seeing me go off. Yep. He encourages it, actually. He, he actually is really excited when it happens. Elijah Evans cannot, has not, and will not ever win a match on his own. If he does not cheat, outright cheat, not just bend the rules, full-on fucking cheat by using his goddamn sledgehammer... Which I'm sure is what he calls his dick, but let's be honest. We'll have to it's ask not. his wife. <laughs> or interference from one of his goon squads. Mm. He cannot win a fucking match. No, he he's PWX's Triple H. Like it's the exact same thing. I swear to God, watching him wrestle, every time I see him grab a sledgehammer or have outside interference. It's like my goddamn brain explodes. Like, I have a tiny aneurysm right there. I actually can let, feel my let me, eyes let me ask something. to twitch. Um, and this is a Tommy fashion choice. Oh, so I don't know why I'm questioning. Um, Bow tie and ball cap? Yeah. Is that a thing? Did I miss something, like, with the rompers? No, I, th- I think... It I was think just a Tommy, just Tommy choice? Okay. Tommy choices. How? How? How did he not get disqualified when Tommy came out? Because I would rather Ke- Kevin was looking at his he- looking ahead to his all night long and missed it. I would rather Drake win that match and Elijah Evans keep his belt. Yeah. Then the bullshit that we got, Kevin well, fucked up. And yeah. I love Kevin. Don't Kevin got wrong. booed the rest of the night. I fangirl over Kevin frequently. I'm not going to say I was the first to audibly fangirl. But I have definitely been the first at certain shows to fan Kevin had a whole section. He had a fucking poster this month. But my rage, like, if it were possible to have a spontaneous heart attack and aneurysm, it would happen every fucking time I watch Elijah Evans. I get so mad. I get so mad afterwards. Like, I'm super pissed off now. Hey, yeah. You want to talk about heat? You want to get her fired up? Have her talk about oh, anyone in the syndicate? Oh dear God! It's really bad. Um, all right, should we move on before yes, your brain please. explodes? All right. Uh, first of all, thank you to the booking committee for separating the syndicate matches, yes. so we didn't get that much rage and then have nothing left for the rest of the show. Well, if I read Patrick's thing correctly, it's not actually a booking committee. Well, like whoever. he said, whoever's in charge of creative. Thank yeah. you for that. Just thank you for putting some space between those. Yes. Yeah. 
I I would have rage vomited. Um. So next we got Ace Austin and Malachi Matthews come out to the ring. Yep. Uh, Gambit and someone who looked like he killed a leopard and skinned him for his tights. I um, read about what his gimmick was. It's like Rat Slayer or something. Yeah, Rat King or Rat Slayer yeah. or something. So anyway, they come out and they're supposed to, you know, kind of... Do stuff. Have a match, but they are like, hey, we want our shot. We want to prove ourselves. We've been here enough. Um, you know, when are we going to get our shot? GM Teddy Long might be MVP of this show. However, GM Teddy Long comes out and does what Teddy Long does best. That make, is make a tag team match, playa. So Malachi and Ace get put together to take on someone that there's been high demand for. High profile has returned. Woo. Shay Shay has no bones. Has no goddamn bones! And I... Still don't know how the fuck Will does that move off the turnbuckle. Uh, Shay has no bones. I actually... He sells so well. I swear to... He, he gets hit and it goes through his entire body. I would 100% believe that he does not have human bones. What did I say at the show? That he was the basis for the DNA of boneless chickens? Like, that's how they make yes. boneless chickens? Yeah. yeah. Boneless chicken tenders or wings yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, Someone man. watched Shay Shay and they came up with the idea of boneless wings. That's what you said. Yeah. Um, I actually talked to him after the show because I was like, you have no goddamn bones. And he was yeah. like, did no one tell you? I'm the rubber band man. <laughs> I would fucking believe it. He he took a hit in the stomach and I swear to God, the other guy had to have touched what would be a normal person's spine. Yeah. He that guy's insane. no bones. Um... Shay Shay and Will get the win after Malachi does some heel shit. Yeah, Malachi. Um, Malachi was like a drunk Guido. I don't call it Guido, something. but he was like a drunk um, show opener heel. Yeah, it was like his character, and not like Lance Lude back when Lance Lude was was. Doing was, every drug under the sun. Yeah, this character. was like, yeah. my character's like drunk, wears a lot of jewelry, very posh, but like... Trashy. Sh- trashy, street yeah. posh. It was, yeah. it was an interesting... And I was super glad to finally get him to get some... I get where stuff. you're coming from with the Guido thing now, but... Yeah. It, I I mean, that it's just a, a sliver of it. But then he was stuck with Ace Austin, who's like this super enjoyable Gambit guy. magic yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, he does magic, and it's not like um, hokey. It's just really cool, and then Malachi broke his... Putting this out here... I really like Ace Austin. I do too. And his shirt isn't black. The one that he sells. Thank you. So, Thank you, super Ace. excited to get one of those soon. Um, I think if he's as young as I think he is, he's going to be... I think he's younger than I am. Yeah, I think he's like 20 or 21. I think he's really young. He might young. not be that young. I'll Google. Um, he you, looks young. You entertain the Baby face as hell. He is baby face as um, hell. Super nice guy. But Ace does this like one-handed cartwheel thing to avoid... People's moves, and he does the magic, and he's really, really good. He's really enjoyable. I think um, if PWX doesn't help him get there, somebody's going to, because he's ridiculous. He's damn good. He's only been doing this for two years, according to Pro Wrestling Wiki. Jesus Christ. He debuted in 2015. 
or someone else we found out had only been doing it two years. And I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. It was somebody really good. Uh, according to Cage Match, he is 20 years old. Ah, okay. So, I was right. Um, but man, he's going to be good. If he keeps up the trend he's going on now, whew. Yeah, and uh, Cage Match also said he's been doing it for two years. Debuted in 2015. Damn it, who was it? I'm really bothered now. There's someone else we were just told has only been at it for like two years. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Because they're ridiculously good. I don't know. Anyway. Alright. Um, next up, we get Tracer X versus Darius Lockhart. Uh, sad to see this one come to an end, but, you know, you have to stop feuding sometime. Yeah. Uh, I miss Tracer's, uh, T-Rex stomp. A, yes. And he started I, to do it, and then he didn't. And I miss his T-Rex tights. Sure. Those were fantastic. Yeah. Um. Tracer, on a, uh, non kayfabe note, had his rook now. Yeah. Um. So we're hopeful that he feels better <laughs> quickly. Uh, so let's talk about Darius for a minute. Has a donk. Has a donk. And we like Darius a lot. We Lo- think he's really, really good. Has the best mom. Um, She's so sweet. Congra- real life congratulations to Darius. He just recently graduated. Yep. Um, UNCG. Yeah, that's yeah. super phenomenal. Very cool. Super proud of him. Um, so Darius... Lost to Tracer. Yes. Um, as far as I can tell, the revolt is gone. At the very least, is dissolved just to um, Darius and Jake Manning. But Jake Manning's not in it with Darius. Darius has been beating the shit out. Of Jake I know, Manning. but so they both still carry the. What do we do with Darius? Like, what does he need to do to get people begging for next world champ for Darius? Darius is there. Like, that's the thing. Darius Solo is fantastic. Who does he need to go after? What's his next feud? Hmm. That's my question. I love Darius, and I want to see where this goes, but I want him to feud with somebody who's going to lead him to Anthony. You know? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Because okay. there's a path to do it. But it's not... But there are... It's not a clear path in it, No, it, it will be a little convoluted in, yeah. in um, its methods. This yeah. was a good match, uh, as they always do. And like I said, that's why I'm a little bummed to see it end. Because it's been quality every They're time. They're definitely, like, upper mid-card. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see either of those guys going after Anthony. Yeah. Uh, they're both great. Alright, so next, we get what you have been begging me to talk about. Yes. Um, first of all, do you want to touch me there, David Starr? Have it turned. So good. Not a single look at it in this match. I will say, that was wholeheartedly... It is hard to get a look at it in when someone is decimating your knee. So... First of all. Anyone who really knows me... Knows I had knee surgery, um, and they did not actually fix the problem. So it is very possible at some point, and it could be 
tomorrow. It could be five years from now. It could be never. Um, I will re-tear my knee and have to have surgery again. So I am super, like, squeamish about knee stuff. I can handle So you didn't watch, like, half this match. I can handle blood. I can handle gore. I can handle barf. None of that stuff bothers me. But you see someone, like... Tweaking a knee. Yeah. Knee shit, and I'm out. You can't do it. And see, I know nothing of it, so I'm just like, all right, he's working his knee. Yeah. So, Um, Doug will have to to go over what actually happened in ring because I, honest to God, can't watch it. Like, it makes me physically sick. It makes me physically hurt. (laughs) Solid match. I hate, I hate to give Corey Hollis any credit at all, but smart move by him. Why the fuck did he try to take off? I don't know what was with the boots. I guess put more, more pressure on the leg because the boots have so much support in them. Well, and then he was like, I'm going to break your goddamn ankle. We're like, you've been going after his knee. It's like he completely... But if you weaken the knee, that weakens the whole leg. It it was a very tedious process. Elvis, quit fucking with the cabinet. And then to bite... Yeah, he was biting. So, yeah, we tried to get an ankle biter chant going. It didn't... We did Um, get some giggles, though. So... This was a very technical match. Um, again, I hate to give Hollis credit, but it was a smart plan. You take David Starr's knee out, he can't do shit. Um, I don't think any wrestler can do anything on one knee. Not true. There was that one-legged guy in WWE. And, yeah, well, eventually Brock Lesnar pushed him down some stairs. Oh, that's me. Oh, yeah, it's super fucked up. <laughs> Basically, Vince... That whole story, Vince saw him and was like, oh man, this is a great story, feel good for everybody. And then he realized there is no feasible way on their caliber of show to make a one-legged guy convincingly scary. Like, how can you believe a one-legged guy beat anybody except Vince? Because that's how he got signed, is he beat Vince in a match. I would just also like to point out, though, recently the story has been that Seth freaking Rollins is a one-legged is freaking one, man is in the a one-legged ass freaking wanted, kicking contest. Won an ass kicking contest. Yeah. So that would be two examples Still. of people. I just like to point out, you suck. <laughs> I'm still saying... I don't disagree, but I have given you two solid examples. One, Seth's is all kayfabe, if you ask me. <laughs> two, two solid examples. Beating Vince McMahon does not count. Two solid examples. One solid example, one example with one leg. Um, <laughs> two solid examples. So anyway, Hollis beats Star, and that sucks. Super disappointing. So, here's the thing, though. Hollis and Skyler are kind of going at, at each other. And we decided this while watching Kimmy Schmidt last night. Corey Hollis is eliminating because of his breakup with John Skyler. He is destroying everything he can see. David Starr's knee. The enjoyment of PWX fans. <laughs> he's destroying everything he can fucking find. He is eliminating John Skyler. We're just to give you the backstory on this. So we're watching Kimmy Schmidt. It comes to an end. So I'm like, okay, Doug, do you want to see the videos 
that it was based on. I was like, I really feel like you need to see them to understand it. Lemonade was the only one I needed to see. The rest... Well, it it just helped solidify, and you got to kind of enjoy it that much more. And all of a sudden, Doug goes, Oh my god! (laughs) Hollis is lemonading! (laughs) Just like, out of fucking nowhere, (laughs) left field. (laughs) Like, this is the biggest epiphany he's ever had. It, it was, it's perfect. Corey Hollis is Titus. I mean, he's, you know, basically just a whiny little bitch who shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a mess. So anyways, uh, Hollis jumps on commentary because Skyler won't fight him. And Skyler takes on Jonathan Gresham. Yes. Now, um, this is one of the most technical matches I've ever seen at PWX. This was a clinic on ground and pound technical work. Yes. However, given the pace of this show, I think it was oddly placed. Yeah, it, it was it kinda, an extremely, extremely technical match. It was kind of a drop-off. Yeah, and it, it very much like put the brakes on. Yeah, um, and again, I I'm sure Skyler's going to think I'm bitching. I'm not. It was an excellent match. I just think it was placed in a weird spot to for crowd energy. It was a really good match. But the thing is, when you have a card like this, where the hell do you put it? When you have a card like PWX does every month, it's really hard to put them all in the right spot. Well, the thing is, I think technical matches, just as... As a point of fact, are much slower matches. Not that they are less enjoyable. Um, they aren't personally my cup of tea. Like I don't get super jacked about them. I enjoy them, but it's not like oh my god, match of the night. But they are a very slow kind of put a pause on things because you're just watching. It's like watching a ballet. It's also like watching, like, actual high school wrestling. Yes. And if you're not into that, you're never going to be into that. Yeah. Like, it's a very hard thing to jump into. Now, I do disagree slightly because there are certain guys who do these types of matches, and I'm transfixed. When Zack Sabre does this type of match, I can't look away. But that's because it's Zack Sabre Jr. When Chris Hero or Roddy Strong does this type of match, I can't look away. Again, this wasn't a bad match. I'm not. not bi- I'm not bitching about the match, Skyler. I promise you, this isn't us saying this match sucked. Speaking of, Skyler has still got us blocked on Twitter. I 100% blame Scoot for this. Yeah, I'm sure um, it is. And I would love to rectify the situation. So this is me offering an olive branch from the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling oh, Podcast. Shit. That might be enough to summon Scoot back to John bitch. Skyler. Would you please unblock us on Twitter? Just accept our olive branch that <laughs> we are scootless now, and we don't. And he was the main one that hated you. Yeah. All right. Um, I used to cheer for Skyler like all the time. Now I will say something in this match. I noticed Skyler was getting the good guy reactions. Yes. First time that's happened. I need Skyler to not wear 
the jacket. Trunks, though. Oh, the, the bruiserweight trunks. Because he needs to get them refitted. They fit in the front and they don't fit in the back, and just do solely to the coloring. It looks like a diaper. It looks like diaper butt. <laughs> and he is a. He's got a good body. He's an attractive looking dude. No one should rock diaper buttons. He he needs to get the back refitted or something. Yeah, I think he lost weight. Or uh, he definitely up toned up after getting those made. So I think he toned up between, um, like, when he went overseas and then when he went to NXT. Well, consistently he he's been getting super ripped. more and more yeah. toned. So all right, but yeah, so he's not an unattractive dude, but he doesn't need to rock diaper butt. Uh, was this intermission? I think it was. Mm, I don't know. This was intermission, I believe. Um, and it was kind of needed. Uh, Skyler and Hollis did some shit on the outside. Hollis, any DDT Gresham on the yes. floor. Yes. And uh, Skyler just left again. The payoff of this is probably going to be pretty great. But I need it to fast forward a little. <laughs> I get it. I know they're you trying to... You just hate Hollis. Yeah, I really hate Hollis. I want left turns, Hollis. Yeah, I miss comedy Hollis. Like, that's a Hollis I can get behind. I miss Adam Page, too. Yeah. But he's in Japan, so I'm I not going to lie, every month that they've thrown out Country Jack shirts, I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather Well, not. and apparently Gallows used to be in Country Jacked. And I'm like, I miss that memo, what the fuck? The more you know. So anyway... Um, Alright, so after intermission, Teddy's in the ring during intermission, taking pictures with the Universal title, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I've met Teddy before, not officially, like, with a picture, so it costs money. But he's a nice guy. I just, I didn't have a desire to pay money to get a picture with Teddy Long. And I get that. Uh, I, I don't know Teddy from not having watched it. So I'm a sucker. For certain people, like if it had been Kurt Angle, you suck. would have paid it you like ten suck. times over. We paid it you twice suck. for Cody, yeah, but Teddy's just not my thing. Um, all right, so that leads us to Teddy's in the ring cutting a promo. Zane interrupts him. Zane says, "Look, Teddy, you only do two things: you make tag team matches." And you make someone go one-on-one with The Undertaker. Well, Teddy says that's exactly what he's going to do. And the lights go out, and the gong hits. And we all are losing our goddamn collective minds. The place is like, the fuck? The how, fuck's happening? How are they going to pull this shit off? I was kind of hoping for like a, a Tupac hologram type situation. Oh, God. If Brian has that kind of money... I don't actually mean Tupac. Uh, I just mean a hologram. Yeah, no, but the hologram Tupac is amazing. So we get the long, drawn-out, dirty man, instead of dead man, entrance of White Mike Taker. He got to the ring way too fast. I know. He got there 10 minutes quicker than Taker would have. But it was in a smaller venue. Doesn't matter. So no, I bet if he had had a raw ramp, it would have taken Mike just as long. So, anyways, Mike fucking killed it. It was perfect. Phenomenal. It was so fucking good. Um, how did Man Scout get into this? 
Zane jumped White Mike Taker? I don't remember, to be honest. Alright, so somehow Zane is fighting White Mike Taker and Manscow's music hits and everybody loses their shit. And instead of making one-on-one with The Undertaker, we get a triple threat match, playa. So, and I keep saying playa because that's all Teddy ever says. And according to Patrick, he is actually like that. Yeah, in real life. Um, this, for me, was my match of the night. It was really good. It was so funny, but so well done. And the comp- the comedy was much needed on this card. Yes. Because there hadn't been much of it. And um, it was a good place to put it after intermission. Yep. We're like, okay, if you're still getting concessions, you didn't miss anything super duper important for story. But... Um, it was it was a great match, my match of the night. Um, unfortunately, sad news, this will be Zayn Riley's last match in PWX for the foreseeable future. And of course, we wish him the best wherever he goes, whatever he's doing. Yep. Uh, because we love Zayn, he's never been anything but good to us. So, uh, Zayn, good luck, man. If you're in the Berg sometime soon, let's go get a beer. He actually will be contacting us because he will be in the Berg soon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up. Oh, and Zane got to do his patented Saved by the Bell timeout. My only regret is he didn't start talking about his day at Bayside. Oh. So. All right. So when he timed in, he got DDT by Jake, and Jake wins. Um, and Zane left his revolt armband in the middle of the ring. No, he tossed it to. Oh. Well, this recap, this recap is incorrect. <laughs> In the middle of the ring, he tossed it to okay. Manscout. <laughs> All right, so next up, we get the fucking heinous assholes, TJ Boss, Send shit. and Timmy Lou with Tommy versus the Ducks. You know what I fucking love? That the Ducks just jumped the shit out of Angry Ducklings. I wish we could have gotten an Angry Ducklings chant. Yeah. This match was so fast-paced. This... And just, like, fucking hit the ground. I've never seen Rob, Lance, and Mikey that pissed off. And it was great. It's what I imagine would actually happen if you stole all their grilled cheeses. Just all of them. Well... cheeses. A little bit of foreshadowing... They stole the grilled cheeses. The syndicate has stolen one of the grilled cheeses. Unfortunately, um, TJ Boss almost killed Lance with a centon off the top. That is a big fucking man to be doing top rope shit. And Lance is such a little... And Lance is such a little guy. You just want to hold him. I just... Oh, God. Um, I just want to put him in my hand. And Rob... I just want to carry him around in my hand. Yeah. Rob was making me think of Jason Statham and Crank. Dude, he was like... You could not stop that motherfucker. <laughs> Until three spine busters. Very few people can survive three spine busters. What the fuck is on the back of Timmy's leotard? I think it's the logo for the... For the magazine he was Mr. 500 in. It needs... 
then it needs to have some kind of definition. We need clarification. Because it looks like a pregnant whale from one view. It looks like the Rio Olympic symbol from another. Like, what the fuck is it? (laughs) I don't know. It really bothers me. I really don't know. I spend more time in matches when he's wearing that, trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Then enjoying the match. Than actually watching anything Um, wrestling related. So... Fucking ugly ass singlet. I can't help it with these guys. I'll admit, I lost control a little. When they won, and I was pissed, and Timmy was talking shit, and I was ready to go at him. I thought you were going to say you cried about the ducks. And no, I, was like, I, I missed that. I did not cry about the ducks. I'm ready to fucking murder Timmy Lurette and, and TJ Boss. Though. Thank you. Get on my level for once. Um, wow. I fucking hate them. So. It it goes beyond hatred for me. Like, there's hatred and then there's, like, absolute ultimate disrespect. Like, disregard for you as a human. And that's where I start to approach how I feel about Timmy Lurette like, uh, it's I I oh god I very much want to hurt him. I was way more pissed about this than I was anything else on the show. I just want to beat the shit out of him every time I see him. Yep. To be honest. Yep. So um yeah, fuck those guys. I hate that they're tag team champs now. So we're gonna have to see them every month. Um. I don't know who from Evolve is going to kick their asses. I almost went full rock and said monkey asses, and then I decided not to because everyone else is making that joke because of the gorilla. <laughs> um, I don't know who from Evolve is going to kick their ass. I feel like... But I can't wait to see it. Tommy could have done a better job making this not seem so racy. Like, race-related, not racy as in, like, they're wearing lingerie because <laughs> that's a whole bunch oh, of God. I don't want to think of. <laughs> <laughs> but um sure I just that- got mental images of Timmy and TJ in like red negligence. <laughs> and and they're wearing edible underwear and it's Tommy's favorite flavor. And it ha- it has vitamin C though, so they won't get scurvy. <laughs> exactly. Thank but, you, Timmy um, Schmidt. Damn it, where was I going? Oh Racy. Like, monkey asses. Like it, there's a whole lot of race shit that yeah. could be there. That's not actually there. Yeah. But, you know... It's, it's, um... It's awkward. Yeah, I always... I feel like I have to be way more careful. It's... I know they did it to themselves by having the gorilla, okay? Yes. Um... I don't think Harambe is funny. I don't get why that was such a huge thing. I... To a certain extent, I do. Yeah. But I don't understand why it became a meme and then a shirt and then like why did that become a huge fucking thing now I mean make whatever joke you want I don't give a shit like you're allowed to make that joke oh hell yeah uh, cause one of our friends made it and it's not like I'm like dude shut the fuck up I'm not offended I I just don't find it I don't get it yeah uh god damn it fuck the syndicate whatever happened to that dentist that shot the lion I think he got off cause he's rich I don't know, though. We can look it up after a show. Alright, so that leads us to our main event. And welcome back to Brett Wolverton. Um, so He's back excited. from Vegas. Hold he's on, back. I gotta go. Yeah, uh, the producer. 
Brett's such a super good dude. His in-ring announcing's great. He, uh... He has a, a charm about him. And it's not, like, an overly creepy, charismatic, cult leader kind of charm. It's just a genuine, really nice dude. Someone that you definitely want to be around. Charm to yeah. him. He's... He's an approachable guy. He's gracious. He appreciates fans and every aspect of the business because he's a fan too. He was rocking a hella good stripy rainbow um, tie. And he, uh, he, you know, stood there and talked to us for probably an hour before the show started. Yeah, and the last he was couple there for of months, a while. he's had cookies at his table. Um, but love Brett. He's awesome. Love when he does the main event thing. He's such a nice guy. Um, so we kind of were discussing before the show the White Might or the Undertaker thing with Teddy, and Brett knew before the show that that was happening. He said it was so hard to keep a straight face when I said, "Well, Teddy Long has to make a match with the Undertaker." So I love Brett. Uh, He's such, such a, good, a dude. good dude. All right, so we get Ethan Case versus. Anthony Henry. The chants were great. We need to think up some more chants for Ethan before next time. It, and Ethan, I swear to God, Doug and I have actually... Worked on this. Worked on this, like, this week when we've been driving around. It's been a very, like, mobile week. We've had a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um, but we've actually been sitting there going, okay, what other Ethan Case chants can we do? And it's, we are working on it. Yeah. We'll be ready by the next time you and Anthony, Anthony just go happens head to, head. to have a very easily adaptable name. Well, and, the, and now. Chance. And now with the Go Go APH, he can adopt that. The yeah. O, Anthony Henry, it's super easy. Yep. Uh, so we'll. We're we'll, working on it. Let me watch a couple PWG shows and listen for some new chants, and I'll see what we can do. I will watch some. Uh, European football, and, and we'll make this happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, that's what we need. We need a soccer song for mm-hmm. him. Could we change Olay? Okay, so, okay, so, okay, so, case. Or, and then it's going to start sounding or, like queso. <laughs> um, just for Ethan, I was thinking not case. Just putting Ethan with two syllables of Olay. But we'll see. Well, it would be like Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Case. Yeah, Ethan yeah, Case, that's what I... Ethan Case. There we go. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Case. Ethan See, Case. See, we're good at this. Ethan Case. There you go, Ethan. That's for you, buddy. We'll do that next next time y'all are fighting. Oh, my God. I just had the best idea. I will tell you off air. Okay. Um, this was a strong match, as we always get out of these two. Uh, it was awesome at X-16. Stole the show. Um, but unfortunately, we get some controversy. At the end, Henry has Case in a dragon sleeper. And Case was perceived to pass oh, out. According to Kevin Pierce. Who has had a long fucking night because he was the only ref there. Oh, nine long. Oh, nine. <laughs> I can't believe no one would do that with us for Kevin. I feel like there are some douchey fans of PWX. Lately, you may not be wrong. However, um, that brings us to the end of the show, and this is where shit just went off the rails. Shit hit the fan! Um, We've already talked about it, so I don't want to get into it again. 
guys, it's a show. It's entertainment. There's one They're thing, setting up the future. There's one Calm thing your tits. I will say that we have not touched on. Okay. Um, after talking to some of the talent and some of the people that were around, that guy... Not only the entire reaction after the match, but said some incredibly inappropriate stuff to Amber specifically. Yeah. Um, not cool. Yeah. Not cool. If you're going to be a fan of wrestling, don't don't make it so that people don't feel comfortable. Well, and wrestling fans, this is why we can't have nice things. When you say derogatory shit to the women... That's why we can't have women in wrestling. Yeah. Because you can't fucking handle it. Don't don't say things that make people uncomfortable. It's like I'm not saying you have to be PC. And it, it was not a situation of PCness. And but what the guy said made me uncomfortable. If and you're, it is hard to make okay. me actually feel uncomfortable. If you're not like a part of the show, and I mean like physically in the show in the ring, you should not say a goddamn word. To any of the women about going home with you. No. Period. You want to guarantee they will never have anything to do with you, even if they're single? Which most of them aren't. But let's say one just happened to be single. Say some derogatory say shit. Say some derogatory shit like, hey, baby, come home with me. Yeah. Fuck you. Get the fuck out. It's 2017. Keep it in your pants and respect women. And it, it, it is a double. It is. Go jerk off at home. Like, don't jerk don't, off in front of everybody. If you're a woman, don't say that shit to the men either. Like, it yeah. doesn't make it better just because they have penises. Like, don't say fucked up shit like that. Don't yeah. make someone feel unsafe and uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, it got real non-consensual feeling. Everything here... This is where shit got real uncomfortable. And I hate that, I think, for a lot of people... It kind of spoiled what tainted what yeah. was happening in the ring. I would agree with that. Um, which is a bummer, but all I have to say, this was again a setup show. This was PWX saying, "Here's our homegrown guys. This is where we're going with them. Get ready." Well, I, also I am so fucking stoked for this is how we do it in July. This is how we do. Yeah, and the fact they're using the song, even fucking better. I want to commend Ethan, especially, for how he handled this situation. Yeah. Because he, ever the professional, said, hey, look, I I understand that you're, you know. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the support, but this is, this is my, my moment, so I need you to stop. And, you know. It definitely calmed down after that. It wasn't like over, but it was calmer. But, I mean, that that speaks to Ethan's character. And so, I mean, that... All I have to say, if you're going to come to wrestling and start that shit... Don't come to wrestling. You need to be ready to get your ass kicked. If you're going to go out in public and act like that, don't go out in public. Yeah. But anyway, um, solid show. Setting up the future. I like that. I don't hate anything that we saw. Except um, that guy. That guy was except that guy, yeah. I mean, again, I even liked the Hollis match this month. Have some fucking decorum, people. Jesus. Yeah. Um. 
All right. I have a so. Sammy bur- or not a Sammy. I have an Elvis burrito. <laughs> it's just like a little head poking out of nice. All right. So other two things I want to cover. Other or one thing I guess besides PWX. Wrestlethon happened. They raised, I believe it was about twenty five hundred dollars. Yep. For charity, so great for them. Good job, Jake. Found out his name this week. Sweet. It's Jake. Uh, some point, Jake, you'll have to call in, and we'll have to, you know, I'll have to call in to WrestleThon and try to watch my mouth for ten minutes. That kind of deal. Oh, God. I know it's so challenging. Anyways, on that note, um, do you have any more thoughts about PWX before we kick this in? It's the fucking bomb diggity yo. This particular show. Uh, I actually, I think we kind of went over it before. I still think if you're not going to PWX, you're missing out. I very much thought this was a good show. Um, I think people need to realize, ultimately, this is wrestling. Yeah, it's not like, Wrestling isn't wrestling. (laughs) Go watch some wrestling isn't wrestling. Get some perspective. Take a step back. I am all for being passionate about shit. But there is a point. Like, there's a point that you need to realize. Spoilers ahead. If you had that reaction, did you have that same reaction when Cersei blew everybody up on Game of Thrones? What? It's like a a year and a half ago at this point, so I feel like it's not a huge spoiler. But, guys, what the fuck? It's entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, stop fucking coming. Yeah, if you're not enjoying yourself, don't come. Um, yeah. So, I I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of what went on, but... Anyways, on that note... I'm gonna post pictures of our producer to Instagram tonight, because he's being goddamn adorable. Are you gonna hashtag cats of Instagram? I'm gonna hashtag cats of PWX. Do cats of Instagram, too, so it gets more. Alright, on that note... You can follow us at Side Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, guys, thank you for all the input, by the way, this week. Uh, this is probably the most engagement we've had about particular episodes recently, and I really, really appreciate it. I like hearing what you guys liked, what you didn't like. Let us know. Um, if there's a particular, particular person you want us to interview, and you think you can help that happen, let us know. We will... Take any help we can get on that note. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Let us know. Um, And you can get us on Facebook, either closed group or the public group fan page. uh, Or you can just message me or Kat. We're not that hard to find. We're all over the PWX shit. Um, You can also find us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever the hell you want to listen to us. Uh, Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe, whatever you gotta do. I appreciate it. Any and all word of mouth. T-shirts. We are gonna run the t-shirt pre-sale. $15. Probably until about the... Second week of June, I would say. At the latest. If we do not have your order by then, you will not get this first run of shirts. Um, We need you to... Get them earlier rather than later so you can save $5. And not have to worry about shipping and all that shit. We'll get it to you. 
So, if you want a shirt, let us know if you have not already. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for supporting us and listening and all that stuff. Um, I'm very uh, grateful today of all the people who have been helping this podcast lately. So, you can follow me at Oznogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. You can find me on Twitter at Kat Kelpie, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E, or on Instagram at Dublin Cat D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. That's all I got. I tried to change to be sweeter, prettier, less gassy. I slept on a cot next to a towel shaped like a swan wearing my sunglasses and plugged my seasick portal with pages from the holy book. But all the while, are you cheating cheating on me? Still on the shelf, still had that dartboard in your house. Never made it out of Queens, still out there playing all them sports. Never had the flyest tenor in the choir up in your shore or or Would dudes be into you? Nope. Them gays would spoof on you, groove on you. I know the opposites attract, so I find you and fix your her mistakes. Eh? Hell no, I'm playing with your Michael. Uh-uh, I'm not fooling with your meatball. For real, I'm playing with you, Mikey. Michael, I am angry with you, Mr. Such a shame You let this mean cat go to waste I always keep it nice, nice No fuss, grind it sideways On the bus, like rub my feet You rub my feet And then we watch a cop type show Hey, lay off my truck uh, Titus? Wait, you back from the cruise? Maybe <laughs> <laughs>